Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... who behold our atomic-powered culture and declare that the human race has grown soft and tame. They maintain that, removed from the protective trappings of modern civilization, we're ill-prepared for survival. We, however, would venture to disagree. After all, don't we face a myriad of dangers every day? But our hazards are camouflaged in jungles of steel and glass, where beasts of prey, every bit as deadly and vicious as those in any wild habitat run rampant, and survival is not so much an acquired skill as it is an instinct. What is it now? I want you to do me a favor. A favor? I want you to save my life. Miss Howard, I don't have the time I'm begging you to save my life. (sighs) And how am I supposed to do that? I want you to arrest me. Mystery drama, The Man in Black, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Victoria Dan and stars Kim Hunter. I'll do that shortly with Act One. A great deal has been written about power, the power of money, the power of love. But what of the greatest power in the universe, that of time and space? Professor Albert Einstein attempted to fathom its mystery in his theory of relativity. We still know little of the laws of science as they apply to time and space, for how could any physicist explain the formula for being in the right place at the right time? Or for that matter, being in the right place at the wrong time? Most people are content with a far simpler explanation. It's called luck. Good night. I had a really nice time. Oh, no, 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 don't bother. I'm parked just up the street. I'm lucky. Friday night in Georgetown, a parking space so close. I'll see you Monday. Oh, where did I put my keys? Ah, here we are. Oh, I really got to buy a new chain. Oh, damn, it broke all over the sidewalk. I'll never find the keys in this light. Oh, uh-huh. Who, who's that? Uh, me. Who's there? Uh-huh. Who is it? Who, who's there? Uh-huh. Who are you? What, what, what do you want? Help me. Oh, look, please. I don't have any money. Uh, All I have... Do not want any money. All I have is a driver's license and some credit cards. Help up. I cannot stand. Yeah, but please, let go of my arm. No. And uh, You're drunk. Let go of me. No, no, no I am not drowning. Look, whatever you say, mister, just take your hands off please, me. Please, you must listen. Do not let me die this way in the street. I told you to let me... Good Lord, your shirt. That, that's blood. If you could just let me lean against 
your car for a moment. Blood all over your shirt. How could I have been such a fool not to have seen the gun? You, you mean someone shot you? Who cares? No, no. Help me. Stay standing. You're, you're very uh, heavy. I, I can't support your me. weight. Uh, I, I have some friends in, in the house down the street. They've got no, a phone. Not the weight. I can call an ambulance. No, no, no. You need too a late. doctor. Too late for a doctor. We've got to stop the bleeding. Too late. A man knows when he is dying. You're not dying. Please, you must listen to me. Let me go for the help. Words, the words of a dying man. He doesn't talk. He's there. They're in the shadows. Try not to get excited. Can't you? There's nobody here but you and me. I kill her. She stays to watch me die. Whoever you're talking about, they're long gone. I promise you. The man in black. Yes. He stays in the shadows. I, I can't hold you no. up any longer. You, you must lie down. No, no, no. Not, not like this. I must. I must. Easy, easy. There you go. He, he must not escape me. My murder. The man in black. Man. Mr. In black. Mr. Mr. You're breathing. He's. He's dead. Good Lord, he's dead. white as a sheet. He's dead. Dead? Who are you talking about? Oh, it's so good to be home. Who's dead? I saw a murder, Jackie. Oh, come on. Not the actual murder, but 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 afterwards. <gasps> a man shot. Blood all over his shirt, and he, and he, and he died. Right there in front of me. Now, now, calm down. That's the first thing. How could I be calm? A man was just murdered. Well, where was this, Dale? In Georgetown, just after I left the party. Well, what did the police say? The police? The police were there, no? I don't know. But somebody did call the police. I was the only one there. And, and you didn't call the police? No. Oh, for heaven's sake, dear, why not? I... I can't. You have to call them. Why? Well, because... Well, because you have to, that's all. Would you like me to call for you? No. No, Jackie, I, I, I don't want to call them. You're probably the only witness to a murder. I know. You have an obligation to call the police. You might be able to help. No. What is it? Are you afraid? No. For what, then? I just don't want to get involved. You are involved. No. No, I'm not. Well, what if the police are able to track you down? Well, they couldn't... Oh. Oh, oh, no, my keys. Some of my keys are still back there in the street. Well, if they trace those keys to you, Dale, they'll want to know why you withheld evidence. I'm not withholding evidence. I didn't actually see the murder take place. How do you know that? You left the scene of a murder. Do you know what that makes you? No. An accessory after the fact. But I didn't, as far as they're concerned, you might even be a suspect. 
a suspect. Gail, you've got to call the police. Right, but I'm just... Besides, you're a good citizen. Yes, I'm a good citizen. But call them. All right, all right. Miss Gail Howard? Oh, yes, I phoned before. They told me I had to come down and make a statement. Well, my name is Lieutenant Graham. Uh, Won't you please have a seat? But I already gave the information to that sergeant over there. Yes, ma'am, I am aware of that. Now, it says here at approximately 1.30 a.m. you left the residence of Mrs. Francine Dunhill at uh, 253 R Street and proceeded to walk the half block to your car, at which point you claimed to have been accosted by a man who had apparently been shot. Yes, that's what happened. And after a brief exchange, during which time you claim the alleged victim identified his assailant as a man in black. Claim? I don't claim anything. I state it as a fact. Uh, Yes, ma'am. You then state that immediately following the victim's death, you got into your car and drove away. I went home. Uh, But, Miss Howard... In your deposition of the sergeant, you state that you had been unable to find your car keys. Well, they scattered all over the sidewalk when my keychain broke. It's one of those cheap plastic things. It was too dark to locate your keys, is that right? Yeah. Well, how then, Miss Howard, did you manage to start your car? I, I keep a spare set in the place under the fender. Ah, well, uh, that was approximately 1.30 a.m. It is now almost 4. Those keys should still be somewhere on the street, now, wouldn't you say? Yes, of course. Miss Howard, why did you leave the scene of a murder? I... I had to call for help. So you went home? Yes. You left Georgetown, drove across Key Bridge into Arlington, Virginia, when you had friends living in a house barely half a block from the scene? Yes. Well, why didn't you use their phone? I... I don't know. You don't know? That's why you waited nearly an hour before you called the police? All right, I panicked. You panicked? I was frightened. You confused. Yet you had the presence of mind to drive clear across the Potomac, didn't you? I told you, I was scared. I've, I've never seen a, a dead body well, before. Well, I, uh, I understand that, ma'am. So that when I, I saw that he was dead, I, I, I guess I froze. I, I, I just had to get away, get away from... Mm, that still doesn't explain... Oh, uh, Excuse me, please. Graham. Mm-hmm. What about? I see. You sure? Yeah. All right. Thanks. Uh, <clears throat> Miss Howard? Yes? As soon as you called, we sent some men down to check your story out. Did they find out who he was? The man who was murdered? Uh, Miss Howard, now you seem to be a truthful woman. Of course. A woman who certainly would have no motive in fabricating a story such as the one you just told me. I certainly wouldn't. Therefore, well, I must admit to being somewhat puzzled. Puzzled? Yes. Why are you here, Miss Howard? Why am I... I'm here to report a murder. Well, what would you say if I told you that was impossible? What do you mean? That phone call. It was from one of my men. Now, they've been combing the entire square block for over an hour. It seems there's one item essential to the murder that they haven't been able to locate. What is that? The body. What? There is no body. Oh, oh, oh wait a minute. It, it could have been moved, couldn't it? Could have. Only it wasn't. 
And do you know why, ma'am? I don't know. It was never there in the first place. What are you saying? There was no trace that a body had ever been on the ground where you claimed it was. But sure... And if this man were bleeding as badly as you claim, we would expect to have found some traces of blood. Yes, on the sidewalk. None, Miss Howard. It's impossible. I saw it with my own eyes. Well, I seriously question whether you saw anything at all. This is incredible. Yes, I agree. I know what I saw, Lieutenant. There was blood. <laughs> that is really something. Half a dozen men with floodlights couldn't see as well as one girl in the darkness. Lieutenant, I know what I saw. Do you, Miss Howard? What is that supposed to mean? Or maybe you only think that's what you saw. I don't think, Lieutenant. I know. It doesn't, doesn't it impress you as, as unusual that you were the only person who have seen this? You believe I'm making all this up, don't you? Ma'am, I never said that... I've made up this entire story because I have nothing better to do at 4 o'clock on a Saturday morning than sit inside a police station. Oh, uh, the fact remains that if a man was shot, why haven't we received any calls from the residents of the neighborhood? Hmm? Uh, Maybe the killer used a silencer. Did you actually see the shooting? No. So, we have no witness to the actual incident. Still, if a man was shot, where are the shell cases? If he was bleeding, where is the blood? If he died, where is the body? I don't know. Yeah, well, a corpse without an identity, that could be murder. A missing person, but no corpse, well, that could be murder, too. But without an identity or a corpse, we don't have anything. I tell you, a man was murdered. And with all respect, ma'am, I say to you that as far as the police department is concerned, there was no murder at all. Our eyes, our ears, all register reality. Our brain keeps careful records of every sensory encounter. The trouble begins when several brains compare notes and discover discrepancies in the logging of the same encounter. Whose log do we ultimately select as the reality, as the truth? We'll start the selection when I return with Act Two. In ancient times, had your neighbor claimed to have seen a dragon, it's very likely you would have believed him. Nowadays, of course, we're far less gullible. We demand evidence. We insist upon proof. Sometimes, however, this can be rather difficult. Occasionally, we must ask our friends, our neighbors, or perhaps even total strangers, to take us on faith. And while there might not be any dragons, there are other beasts every bit as unbelievable and terrifying. Lieutenant Graham, I swear to you, there was a body. I saw it. And I am telling you, Miss Howard, that half a dozen of the best trained men in the department combed that street for the better part of two hours and couldn't come up with a shred of evidence to support your story. Now, has it occurred to you that uh, <clears throat> you could be the victim of a practical joke? Ridiculous. What I saw was real. Well, then there is also another possibility. Your statement says uh, you attended an anniversary party tonight. Now, uh, would it be a logical assumption that uh, alcoholic beverages were served? There was a champagne punch. Well, champagne is rather potent. Lieutenant, are you suggesting... Uh, uh, how much did you drink, ma'am? 
two or three glasses. Certainly not enough to... Well, it's the fact that people all have different body chemistries. You know, different tolerances. For some individuals, it takes only a sip of a drink to put them right under the table. Or perhaps see things that aren't really there. Are you saying that I was hallucinating? No, no. With, with all due respect, Miss Howard, you might have imagined... You things... are accusing me of hallucinating. I'm not accusing you of anything. I merely ask that in lieu of any evidence to support your story, you at least consider it as a possible explanation. Thank you for dropping by. Lieutenant, a man was murdered. <laughs> if anything should surface... Uh, we'll get in touch with you. How can I convince you that... Miss Howard, I have serious work to do. But... Goodbye, Miss Howard. Hallucinations. That's what that, that so-called lieutenant thought. Oh, forget it. How could I forget it? A man is dead. You've got to get some rest. You don't believe me either, do you? Uh... Oh, I believe you. You don't just have to say you do. Look, look, I believe you. I believe you because you're my friend, and I don't need a reason. Then tell me something, Jackie. What on earth is going on? Hasn't it occurred to you yet? What? When is a murder not a murder? Uh, maybe you saw something nobody was supposed to see. Oh, really? Does the average killer clean up after himself? Oh, no. It sounds like somebody went to an awful lot of trouble. You're right. And why, if the police thought you were just hallucinating or the victim of a hoax, why did they send you in to see a lieutenant? You already gave the information to someone else, didn't you? Well, it seems to me they made an unusual fuss about a murder that never happened. You think they're covering something up? Isn't that obvious? Oh, this is crazy. Why? Because things like this don't happen in real life. There are international conspiracies, secret government agents, spies, assassins. We watch too much television. And certainly they would operate in Washington, D.C., which is the nerve center of the entire world. Now, didn't you say the man spoke with an accent? And that makes him a foreign agent? And why else would he use the word assassin? I don't know. And what about this, uh, this man in black? Man in black. Why, have you already forgotten about him? No. No, I haven't forgotten. Of course, the question here is, is he a good guy or a bad guy? And that depends on whose side the dead man was on. Oh, isn't it all a bit too obvious to be believable? Why do people always believe the obscure before the obvious? Men with foreign accents don't die of bullet wounds in the middle of the night in Washington with the words assassin on their lips. Unless they're involved in some sort of intrigue. But this is all crazy. So give me a better explanation. I... I can't. Yeah, there you are. Okay. Okay, let's say I'm crazy enough to have to believe you. The explanation makes the only sense. The only practical answer I can come up with. Still, I, I, I have to know for sure. Don't, Gail. Don't get mixed up in this anymore. You walked in on something that was none of your business. Leave it alone. I can't. It is my business. How's that? I'm a good citizen. And a good citizen is informed. Mm. Great. And involved. Wonderful. And, well, yes, there's another reason. Oh. What? Someone, 
somewhere is walking around with my car keys. What are you doing back here, Miss Howard? I want some answers, Lieutenant Graham. Uh, look, ma'am, I'm about to go off shift now. Just answer one thing for me. Didn't something happen in Georgetown last night? For the 100th time, nothing happened. Someone, uh, really high up, ordered you to cover it up, right? Uh, you don't have to answer that. I, I understand the, the need to be discreet, but all I'm asking... And I'm getting really annoyed with your persistent questions. Why are you doing this to me? You are doing it to yourself. Can't you face the fact that nothing really happened? What does it take to convince you? You just convinced me. The funny thing, but did you ever notice how uncomfortable it is for a basically honest person to tell a lie? They find it impossible to look you directly in the eye. You're a very poor liar, Lieutenant. <sighs> I'm afraid you have an, an overactive imagination. No, no, actually, I'm rather dull and unimaginative. I have been all my life. I'm not creative enough to have an hallucination. Now, an imaginative person, you'd have had no difficulty convincing him. Anyway, it doesn't matter. All I wanted was your answer, and I have it. Now I can go home. Is that a promise? I can go home and forget about it. Oh, no, I don't believe it. On top of everything else, a parking ticket. Be a good citizen. Get involved. You get for it. A parking ticket. We're so tired, I'd laugh. Oh, boy, as soon as I get home, I'm going to crawl right into... Do not turn around. Who are you? I said, do not... Turn around. How did you get inside my car? That is not important. I am here. But what are you doing in the back seat? What do you want? Do not look in your rear view mirror. But, but, but I... But... You have a gun. How else could I impress you with my sincerity, Miss Howard? You know my name? Your reputation precedes you. My what? Well, perhaps I used the wrong expression. Let us say I know how you. Who are you? What do you want? Well, surely you already know. I, I, are you going to kill me? <laughs> kill you? No. But why are you holding a gun? For protection. Protection from what? You are a very dangerous person, Miss Howard. Me? Oh, yes, you're out of your mind. A person that holds the power of life and death in her eyes is very dangerous. You got the wrong number. I'm nobody. Power of life and death. I'm just a secretary. I I work from some lawyers on K Street. They they call me by my first name and I call them sir. Every minute I'm late gets taken off my vacation time. I I, I even make the coffee. It's right out of Charles Dickens. I'm nobody. So last evening, Miss Howard, you most certainly are somebody. Last night? What do you know about last night? Everything. I knew something did happen. 
It wasn't in my mind. Who tells you it is in your mind? The police? Someone was murdered. You were there last night, weren't you? No. You're the man, the one who shot him? No. You're him, the man in black. (laughs) Ah, Miss Howard, in this habit you have of jumping to absurd conclusions. Heather, get into the right lane, please. The Beltway? Where are we going? Just drive. But where... I typically American invention, this road called the Beltway. You can ride around the city forever in circles, going nowhere. What did he look like? Who? The man in the black. I don't know. You really did not see him? I, I wish somebody would tell me what this is all about. Who are you, anyway? If you have to sneak inside my car and hold a gun on me, you're not the police. And I know you're not even an American. Are you a kind of a spy? That would explain everything. Of course the police had to deny the story. Some government wheels probably told them to keep their hands off. But Jackie was right. I must have blundered into a first-class cloak and dagger assassination. Mr. Uh, Smith. Smith? One name is pretty much the same as another. Uh, This idea of sides, Miss Howard, there are no sides. Are you or are you not an enemy agent? How can I possibly explain the complexity of... uh, I need your help, Miss Howard. My help? Yes. The man who died last night. His name was Demetrian. One of our best operatives in this country. I uh, tell you all this because it is common knowledge. So you are an enemy agent. And you're asking me to help you? I want his murderer. What does it have to do with me? You were there. But I told you I didn't see who did it. What if... He thinks you did. He? You mean this man in black? What if he thinks you managed to get a look at him? This man, this assassin in black. One, perhaps two people in your government know his identity, his face. That is his power, his life. You are a danger to that life. Me? Yes. Anyone who can identify him is a threat to his existence. <laughs> what, what do you want from me? You will lead me to him. Of what? The word is out, Miss Howard. A young lady witnessed the murder and saw the assassin. But I didn't see... The man in black. Oh, many years I have waited. He has not survived this long by being careless. He will return to cover his tracks. But I... Illogical. Is there any way to convince the man that you did not see him? No. Uh, Well then, Miss Howard, that is why you and I must work together. Together? Mm. What do you mean? It is only a matter of time before the man in black strikes again. How can you ask me to... Because, Miss Howard, 
when the man in black strikes again, his victim is you. We are all victims of chance. The brave poets and philosophers who insisted that we control our own destinies, deep inside, they also knew there was no earthly weapon to conquer the wheel of fortune. That is, short of being able to predict the future. Which is why I'll see all of you again when I return with Act Three. individuals who believes the key to survival is to remain unimportant, insignificant, and uninvolved. In a few short hours, however, she is learning that there are no guarantees in this life. Sooner or later, to each of us, there comes a conflict we cannot run away from, because there is nowhere to run to. What? What did you just say? He is going to kill you, Miss Howard. This man in black. That's insane. He cannot risk the possibility that you might be able to identify him. I never even saw him. You know that. Can he afford to take the chance? But you're, you're trying to frighten me into helping you. Well, your government has betrayed you. Why are you doing this to are me? Are you blind? They are willing to sacrifice but you. I, I, I won't let you frighten me. I, I, I won't let you... Confuse me. You are a threat. A threat to be eliminated. I, I've never been a threat to anyone. Why are you trying so hard to deny what you know is the truth? I don't believe you. You do not admit that even now you are beginning to doubt. Just the slightest suspicion of doubt. Look, no one is going to kill me, Mr. Smith. With the exception of you, perhaps. Uh, stay the next exit ahead, Miss Howard. Are you going to let me go? With or without your cooperation, I intend to find the man in black. Perhaps you will appreciate the fact that I will remain never very far behind you. You're going to follow me? The surest part of the assassin is not very far away from you. I suggest, Miss Howard, that you pray I am able to see him before he sees you. with you right away. What are you doing? What does it look like? What are you doing with that suitcase, Patty? Where are you going? I'm going on a vacation. Now? Well, what's wrong with now? But you've got to be at work on, on... If I want to take a vacation now, I'll take one, all right? Jackie, what is it? What's wrong? Hey, that's my cab. Tell me what's going on here. Nothing is going on. I just feel like taking a trip. Please, you can't go now, Jackie. You're the only person I can talk to. Everything is going crazy now. <laughs> He's going to leave without me. I said I need your help, Jackie. Aren't you listening? I can't talk about it now. I'm in trouble. There's this man. He's, he's going to hide. I've got to go. You're my best friend. I need you. Look, I, I'm sorry. I'm alone. I... I really am alone. Listen, listen, I, I have to make you understand. The phone rang just before, and a voice on the other end told me I needed a vacation. So 
someone slid these plane tickets under the door. But who? And there was a man. Every time I looked out of the window, he was standing there in the street. But what did he look like? He, he was dressed all in black. In... In black? Don't you see? Whatever happened last night, whatever they want from you, the message is clear. True is the crowd. I'm in the way. Yes, well, that's right. And someone is trying to kill me. That, that's why they've arranged to get you out of the way. But I'm going to miss my plane. Did you hear what I just said? Someone is trying to kill me. Please, Gail. There is a man in black and he's going to kill me. Jackie, I'm scared. Don't, I'm not a very brave person. Don't ask me to say. I, I can't stay here alone. The voice on the phone said, if I didn't leave, he would kill me. It really can't be happening. We, we can go to the police. We can ask them to protect us. When are you going to wise up? They don't care. Nobody cares. I'm in the way. You're in the way. I, I'm sorry I've turned out to be such a rotten friend. Jackie, wait. There's only one thing you can do. Run, Gail. Run as fast as you can. As far as you can, Jackie. Please, wait. Run where? <laughs> What now, Miss Howard? Isn't it bad enough that I have to pull a double shift at the last minute Lieutenant, without... Lieutenant, I need protection. Is that so? Someone is trying to kill me. Oh, for the love of... The man in black. Somehow he he thinks I saw him kill that enemy agent last night. <laughs> enemy agent? <laughs> I swear it's true. My roommate, she was just threatened. Someone sent her a plane ticket and told her to... Get out of town. Oh, well, now you're confusing your spy movies with your western. It's true. It's all true, and you know it. You've known it all the time. Uh, Where is this uh, roommate of yours? She's gone. Her flight left an hour ago. Uh, Very convenient. Why won't you help me, Lieutenant? Whose orders are you following? Now, look, I've had just about enough of this. There's even a foreign agent who's following me, too. I bet you didn't know that. Uh, well, what's his name? Smith. Smith? You've got to do something. Give me a guard. Put me in jail. Anything. Well, jails are the criminal. At least there I'd be safe. Safe from what? You know, Lieutenant. You have to know. For the last time, we can't help you here. For the kind of help you need, I suggest you see a psychiatrist. Excuse me, my dear. Is, is this the bus stop? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it is. Maybe that jail is the only safe place. Oh, were you talking to me, my dear? Oh, no, 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 I wasn't. Ma'am... Uh, would you please move away from this store window? I wouldn't want you to get hurt. Hurt? I don't understand. From the broken glass. But, my dear, there is no broken glass. There will be. In a minute. deliberately smashed a display window at Hanson's department store. That's right. 
Who the devil do you think you are? It's like this, Lieutenant. I want to stay alive. Now you have to arrest me. How? Is that so? You can't get out of it. You have to put me in jail. Only if Hanson's presses charges. Well, that's at least a $700 window. You bet they'll press charges. <laughs> well, that's very interesting. Because I just received a call from Hanson's. They've dropped the charges. What? So, under those circumstances, I'm forced to release you. That's impossible. Why would that... You're free to go. I can't win, can I? There's nothing I can do to help you. You could have helped me. Instead, you're sending me back out there, out of your way. Why do you insist that you're in danger? Oh, I'm tired of arguing. There is a man in black, and he is sooner or later going to kill me. Unless a certain person manages to get him first. A certain person I should have listened to before. <laughs> Only I made a mistake. I thought the world was divided into sides. I was wrong. There are no sides. There's just surviving as best you can. Because when it comes right down to it, you are all alone. Uh, Miss Howard, I wish I could help you. Do you, Lieutenant? Do you really? was to ask your own people for help. Yes. Uh, even the police. Even the police. And now we are left to our own resources. I keep thinking, hoping that this is all a dream now, and I'm going to wake up. It is no dream. No, not a dream. A nightmare. A nightmare. Get down, Miss Howard, get down! The trap. It was all a trap. Put your hands over your head, Smith. All the time. It was a trap. The gun. Put down the gun, Smith. There's no way out. No. 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 It was all a trap. Miss Howard. Miss Howard, are you all right? Lieutenant Graham, what are you doing here? Following you. Following me? Mm-hmm. Mr. Smith. Yeah, there, number one agent. Worked out just 
the way we hoped. You mean this was all really a trap? A trap to get Mr. Smith? Well, I'm sorry. We, we couldn't tell you before. It, uh, it might have ruined everything. You used me as bait to lead you to Smith? Uh, that's right. But, but why me? While you were there. Because I witnessed the murder of that other agent, Demetrian? The, uh, staged murder. You mean he isn't really... Dead? No. Demetrian wanted a defect. We had to stage a phony murder so that his side would believe him dead and consequently let him start a new life here. And, and I walked in on that. Well, which was extremely convenient for us. It convinced Smith that the man in black was on your trail. The man in black? Yes, I, I want to apologize to you for all you and your friend have been put through. Jackie. Yes, we had to do that. You weren't completely convinced until then that your life was really in danger. I can't say I'm delighted, Lieutenant. But I do have one question I'd like to ask. Hmm? Maybe you won't be able to answer me, but... but, but Is there... Is there really a man in black? I'm afraid you're right. You mean there is? No. I mean, I can't answer your question. We leave it to you, the listener, to ponder the possibilities. Is there a man in black? And if so, who is he? Would you be able to recognize him? Could you look into the face of a stranger and see a killer? If there is a man in black, he need not be a stranger at all. I'll be back in a moment. History is filled with the sagas of men who carved out the destiny of mankind. Most of us, however, are not part of the history books. We are not famous rulers, immortal scientists, or legendary military minds. We're just nameless, ordinary people working in rather unspectacular jobs. And the contributions we make in our daily lives are not very likely to change the world. Yet, who can ever predict that single moment when suddenly anything can happen? Our cast included Kim Hunter, Bryna Rayburn, and Earl Hammond. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.